0: mentioned your infamous husband jesse so many times now and you guys have a really interesting story of how you guys met and you were an actual 90-day fiance that is right (laughs) we have a real life 90-day fiance here didn't you guys like apply for the show because yes. that was
1: uh, because my friend wanted to be on the show. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she wanted to be one of those judgmental friends that would come out here and there and just like make judgmental comments. <laughs> yes
1: I must I was secretly relieved that we did not get chosen because I don't think we're, we're very we're not very, very big into drama and things like that. And I think we just didn't have enough drama for them anyway. So you did have some drama when it came to your side of the family. Yes, that is true. So um, a lot of um, Afrikaans people, they um, prefer if you marry someone within the Afrikaans culture and someone similar. So I think it was quite a big shock for my family that I marry someone of a different culture and... A cherry on a cake, someone from a different country. I think it was just a lot for them to handle. Yeah. So it took them a while to accept it, but they came to our wedding in the States and they love Jesse now. So things worked out. So, can you tell us a little bit about how exactly you guys met? Yeah. So, we um, both go to the same international Christian church. And on as a part of this church, there's this group called Single Disciple Connection. So Disciple is another word for a Christian. and so we were so it's basically just a platform where you get to meet diff, different people, different young people who are not dating or married, and they just have different conversation topics. so and you also have the option of making like a profile to just say, "Hey, this is me and this is my hobbies and whatever you want to say. So I, I think I made a profile where I talked about, what well, where I'm from. And um and I think I had a picture there of myself and a dog, and he saw it, and he was like, oh cute. And then he saw I'm from South Africa. And he has he's an avid runner and he's heard about the Comrades Marathon in South Africa. So he was like, oh cool, let me let me chat with her. So we reached out and we, you know, we started talking, but I have to say, the first time we had a video call, it was, did not go that well because we couldn't understand each other's accents. We had poor, poor reception. So we, none of us were very hopeful or very excited about this call. But um, he reached out again and he said, Hey, let's try and schedule another call and see how it goes. And that time it went a lot better. Like we actually just clicked very easily. Um, And I find that some, you know, sometimes you just have people that you can talk to for hours. And sometimes, you know, it just comes naturally. And I felt like with us, we just from day two or the second time we talked from there on out, like we just got along very easily. Like we could talk about almost anything. So, So I guess we just became great friends. And this was back in May 2017. So, um, so I just enjoyed the friendship and I remember telling my friends at work that, man, I wish I could meet someone that I just get along with so easily. Like, I just think it's quite, it's quite rare, but never thinking anything is going to come from this, you know, the, it's literally across the world. So, um, um, so um, for my birthday that year, he sent me like a very sweet card, like a handmade card. He used his, his creative talents to like draw like different things, and um, yeah, so it was really really sweet, and he gave me a foam roller because I was always <laughs> complaining about sore muscles from running and whatever else. So um, so I thought it was so thoughtful, and I remember just getting this gift as a surprise, and I was blushing and then suddenly realized that I think I may have liked this guy. <laughs> But it took us a whole nother six months after that before we met in person. But it really didn't change, it just strengthened our relationship. And yeah, so we dated long distance for a couple of years and and until I moved.
0: So it took you a while to realize, hey, I think there's something here and it's not just chatting and yeah there's it's, he's not a catfish.
1: And... <laughs> I couldn't say that for sure until we made, but
0: <laughs> I'm
1: glad That's he was. So
0: cool. I wish they did have it if they did choose you to be on the show, now you day fiance, it would have been cool for them to follow him around to Go visit you for the first time and you picking him up at the airport.
1: <laughs> and I then and well. then the
0: families meeting and then saying shame, shame, shame. <laughs> <laughs>
1: shame. <laughs> it reminds me of that couple that you told me about. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> okay. Who else watches 90 Day Fiance the other way? I need to know. If you if anyone else watches this, tweet me please or comment on one of the Instagram posts about this about this episode because I really need to know <laughs> it's so good I found it on Hulu it's called night de fiance the other way so they have so many different spin-offs but this one's my favorite one where the Americans are the ones to go leave their country and go be with someone in Dubai or someone in was there oh yeah there was a South Africa couple or someone in Australia, India. So my husband and I are obsessed with this show. We're watching season two, three now. I can't remember if it's two or three. And our favorite couple is Jenny and Sumit. Oh my goodness. They're so adorable. I wasn't sure about them at the beginning because of the age difference. So Mm. Sumit is like 30 when the show started and Jenny is 60. So she's at least more than double his age. And I wasn't sure about it at the beginning. But then when you see just how happy they are with each other, they just light up whenever they're around each other. But in the new season, the they finally show Sumit's parents, which are so against this whole thing because they're very traditional and they feel like their friends are going to judge them that their son is dating someone so much older than him because she's actually like a year older than his mom. Okay. Which is why I also was hesitant about the relationship. Yeah. But they're just, especially in this, I think it's the third the newest, the third season, especially in this season, you just see them, you really can see the strength of their relationship and how they really are each other's people. And Jenny is such an amazing person. Even his, one of Sumit's friends was like, I don't, I didn't know why he was dating this old lady, but then when I met her, I realized she was the best person I've ever met wow and he, she's so supportive and patient with him even though he's not able to give her a marriage yet and wow. exactly what she wants so I won't spoil anything we're still in the middle of it there's still new episodes coming out but this is all I know for now and there's this scene that I had to record I sent it to <laughs> my friend Janique who's gonna probably be on the podcast soon and I sent it to Pam and it's a part where the fam- the Sumit the Indian guy's parents and Jenny, they're all four of them are there having this serious discussion. Mm-hmm. And the mom's just like, "Over my dead body. If you, you guys cannot get married. Remember if you do get married, we'll be dead. Like <laughs> me and your dad we will be dead. It's over our dead bodies. <laughs> and then she was like, I will commit suicide right here, right now. <laughs> she really did not want them to be together. And this funny part where she was looking at Jenny, just judging her like shame, 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 shame.
1: <laughs> She's a like, lot of shame.
0: Yeah, just shame, shame, shame. She's like, how can you date my son? Like, how can you see him as a potential spouse? You should treat him like your son because he's your like the age of your kids. But yeah, it's very complicated. I recommend you guys to watch it if you guys haven't heard of it yet. So that's my tangent about 90 Day Fiance. (laughs) And yeah, so you guys were close to being on the show. That's pretty funny. But like you said, you guys probably wouldn't have had so much drama (laughs) which is a good thing yeah but did your parents have any hesitation about being multiracial and you know like you said the people from african's culture they prefer you to marry someone that also speaks Afrikaans and is also that looks similar to you so how are they dealing with that now i guess compared to what they originally felt about (laughs) jesse
1: I think they have accepted it so definitely help for them to come to our wedding and I think it helps like we try and go and visit them as much as possible so we'll actually be going for the second time this year in the in December and I think the more they get to know him I think they just you know they love him he's he's a he's a great guy so I think they get to see that over time and I think ultimately, like, your parents just want you to be happy. So even though they have their hesitations, if they see that you're happy and well taken care of, then I guess it's for a lot of parents, I guess it changes.
0: Yeah, he's, he's quite a lovable guy for sure. <laughs> can, can decorate cakes, can make artistic gifts. <laughs> he's a good cook. And it helps clean. So they were big. And you guys are new fur parents
1: also with Yay. your two gorgeous dogs. J <laughs> P puppies.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, any anything else, I guess, uh, that you want to let the listeners know? Maybe they're going through a similar situation, dating someone across hundreds of miles away or parents not really on board. I guess just what kind of... Advice do you have for them, or just like honesty, even if it's not the brightest positive (laughs) feedback?
1: I think it's, um, or at least in my case, I think it would have helped to keep my parents in the loop about our relationship because I think I didn't share too much, and then when I finally met him, it was kind of like a like a surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think this is especially true in like in Afrikaans culture because we typically the families are very close. So and they they I guess they share a lot with each other. Um, But I think at the end of the day, you know, like it's about you and your potential person. So I think trying to focus on that and making sure that this is the person that you want to be with um, and just looking at their character. um, And then just in terms of dating long distance, I think that part can be hard, you know, especially if you just have phone calls. It's like you miss having that person with you. So I think one thing that really helped us is, you know, of course, the phone calls and video calls, but we also try to make it as fun as possible. So we used to cook, like we'll do like different dates where we would cook something together or bake something or play a board game or even the karaoke. We used to watch movies together, like a lot of different things like that. We, we did a lot of art as well. We would paint stuff. And so I think that just having those kind of things to look forward to really helped and then we would just like encourage each other on special days by you know getting gifts or sending a card like things like that so so yeah I think at the end of the day you know you need to um I guess focus on you know like trying to block out everything that's kind of scary not that it doesn't matter but the most important is you and that person that you have to be with so trying to focus on that Mm -hmm. and focus on just the love that you share you know
0: oh that's so cute (laughs) I'm going to quote you. (laughs) (laughs) Well everyone who's listening i would love it if you can tweet me at Pod if you are going through anything like this we want to know pam and i want to know if uh, maybe you're dating someone in south africa or maybe you're uh, also doing something long distance dating in a different country or maybe you are a multiracial couple and we would love to hear your feedback and an experience of what um what you've Experience and how it's been like for you so far, and any other questions for us or for Pam? That would be we would be happy to to answer those. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So you just turned thirty. (laughs) Yeah. I was like, I was like, wait, take a pause. Can I can I mention it? But then I saw you posted the dirty (laughs) thirty on Instagram, so I figure, okay, it's probably safe to to say it
1: verbally <laughs> yeah but you know what? I feel like there's been this switch when I was younger I always wanted to look older right and I feel like someone told me this week that I don't I look 25 and I thought it was a huge compliment so I realized I got to that age But I want to I want to look younger <laughs> So that's surprising so
0: 30 <laughs> it huh 30 the breaking point where now you want to look younger, look younger.
1: <laughs> but I don't feel old at all I still feel very young at heart and I'm pretty young so yeah not just at heart you're young <laughs> <period>. <laughs>
0: yeah so but you don't feel anything different about having your dirty 30 and it's a big it's a big number I guess
1: people celebrate it and it's yeah, a huge deal it is I I feel excited about it now I think originally when I was when I realized I'm turning 30 I was like no I'm getting old but now I kind of feel like I'm ready to be in my 30s like the 20s have been long enough oh <laughs> okay <good. laughs> and then move on to my more mature self Okay, so I guess we're taking
0: questions now for Pam's twenties. If you uh, are curious, because now I am the way that she, uh, the look that she gave when she was like the twenties were long enough.
1: <laughs> oh
0: dear! So now I'm curious, what happened to your twenties? When I have, well, I didn't meet you in your twenties. You just turned thirty, but yeah. yeah, I so I have two more years to go, and then I'll be there too. I'm not mentally uh-huh. prepared yet. <laughs> But it's weird because I keep thinking that I'm turning 30, but I'm not like, yeah, like earlier this year when I was 27, I kept thinking, oh, I'm going to turn 29. So I should start planning for my dirty 30. But yeah. then to find out I turned 28 this year. So I don't know what I was thinking. <laughs> I don't know if I'm looking forward to it because yeah. I see people having these parties like, 30 30 yeah and celebrating it so I don't know if I've been seeing some friends do that so then I just in my mind I was just like oh I should start planning for my dirty 30 like yeah. what am I gonna do <laughs> you got two years to plan yes yeah, so I don't know why I was 27 I felt like I was turning 30 but so yeah I still got a couple more years to go I think I will be prepared for it when the time comes right now I'm I'm like still trying to hold on to my last bit of 20s as much yeah. as I can and then, I'm, and then I feel like I will, I will be there. Really? I feel like I've, I feel like my, what I'm, do, what I'm working on in life and my emotional desires and expressions. By that time, I think it will align. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, but you, you do look young. You do look twenty
1: five. <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. And when I was younger, people always thought I look older. When I was like uh-huh. 16, people always thought I looked 20 something. Oh,
1: wow. But yeah. then it's such a great compliment when you're younger, right? <laughs> I guess so. I didn't
0: really care. I was just Ooh. like, I mean, I'm young, so I'm a teenager. So treat yeah. me like a teenager, but people thought I looked older. Okay. And then now I think, I don't know, I don't really ask people to guess my age currently. Mm-hmm. I feel like they also think I'm like early 20s, uh-huh. but I know my voice sounds like a little kid.
1: <laughs> I don't, you don't think that so. so? No, you've got a nice voice. Oh, thank you. Especially your singing voice. Oh my it's... goodness, thank you. You
0: want to sing something for us? <laughs>
1: um
0: what were we oh all my exes live in <laughs> okay that's horrible we have to cut it out why did you force me <laughs>
1: <laughs> y'all can follow her songs on instagram <laughs> oh my goodness
0: uh yeah no thanks so much well i i for a period i was posting some cover songs with piano and guitar on my personal instagram which is linked on the pods instagram but yeah i haven't what was the last one I did? I think it was, uh, oh, it was a Halsey song on piano. And ever since I went to Costa Rica, and I've gotten back from that, I honestly have not really practiced much. I just I was trying to practice a song, just a musical song on the piano mm-hmm. for a while that I played when I first learned the piano. Okay. And I didn't play since a child. I barely learned when I was in my teenage years how to play yeah. the piano and guitar. So I'm not that great. But yeah. it was a really pretty song from the Miyazaki anime film oh, if anyone yeah. watches uh it's like he's like famous for like how's moving castle and oh, cool. spirited away so it's from one of his movies called castle in the sky mm-hmm. and it's one of the theme songs from i think it's called laputa is the name of the the song so i was pr- trying to practice that and record oh, it for nice. the next thing to post on my personal instagram but then i started working on the podcast
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh your next
0: project so then all of my musical stuff stopped but I really appreciate you like you and like one other friend of mine like actually listen to my music videos and they like you and this other friend they actually tell me that they truly enjoy listening to it and they actually enjoy it but I don't know I feel like I'm not that good and my voice is not that great to listen to
1: (laughs) I think it's really good you should, should keep yourself more creative oh
0: thank you so much and yeah a conversation I had with a coworker too that about like starting a podcast this was like a year ago mm-hmm. and I mentioned you know, like saying oh I've always wanted a podcast but I feel like I'm not that interesting enough like what mm-hmm. am I going to talk about and then he went, I think you're not giving yourself enough credit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so explain so- that like it's so easy to kind of look down on ourselves and see our weaknesses instead of like our positives and our attributes. Exactly. Mm. And
0: yeah, it's really about what's possible. And mm. I'm just trying to express my creative outlets, I guess, however I can. So whether it's music or work on the podcast or other projects
1: yeah mm-hmm. that's really cool I love I, that you're using your talents like this and oh I always thought you have a very calming voice oh, like it's like soothing like you just want to feel calm in your heart should I do an ASMR episode a what ASMR
0: what's that I forget what it stands for but it's mm. like where it's really annoying to me I don't like <laughs> But where oh. people make, like, whispering sounds. Oh.
1: And, hi,
0: guys. <laughs> I will be sharing. Maybe. And like, <laughs> doing little, like, tapping sounds, like, on the keyboard. like
1: Ah, and then, like Rustling
0: of leaves. Yeah, or, like, brushing your hair. You haven't seen those videos? I don't think so. They were really popular, like on YouTube and Instagram and TikTok, whatever, a couple years ago. Oh, really? people are still doing it now, or like watching someone eat and <laughs> or like crunch on candy, and you just hear the sounds. Mm.
1: You haven't heard like of that? It. I don't like hearing no. Do people chew.
0: No, I don't like Especially
1: that. Popcorn in a cinema. Yeah,
0: the last one I saw, like Cardi B did one, mm-hmm. where she was like running her fingers across the mic. And she was like opening a gift very slowly.
1: Really? Is this meant to be calming? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. People have like this
0: fetish toward it yeah. or obsession toward it. And That's they'll just play it and they think it's very calming.
1: Wow. But there's
0: but there's other people like me who thinks it's just cringe. Oh,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's like TikTok videos. Don't oh, get God. me started on those. Yes.
0: Yeah, well I'm glad you say that I have a calm, soothing voice. <laughs> so if there is a demand for it, maybe I will experiment with an ASMR video one time. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll we'll see how that goes, but I don't promise anything. <laughs> All right. Well this was so much fun. It was. I think my cheeks hurt from smiling so much. Do yours? It does. Yeah. I feel like I need to give my face a break. Yes, we should. We should. Okay. Well we'll have to continue this next time though. Because yeah. we have a lot more to talk about and we already have plans for what else Pam's gonna tell us about. So stay tuned. Yay. But thanks for spending some time with us. Oh, you know what? I almost forgot to go through the hook you up segment. Mm -hmm. I'm very proud of this segment that I created and I almost skipped right past it. So I always ask my guests at the end of our recording to recommend something to Mm -hmm. the listeners, something that maybe they've never heard of before. But if you recommend it, then they can check it out and maybe also find value in it. So Mm -hmm. what would you like to shout out to everyone?
1: I would recommend a book. It's one of my favorites. It's called Securing Heart by Robin Widener. And I think it's just such a great book because it talks about all the different insecurities that we face, you know, like there's so many different ones. I feel like everybody can relate to insecurities on some level. And I think it's just helped me to really find security and who I am and just the different areas in life. So I think I really recommend that book.
0: Okay. It's kind of like what we're talking about, How I'm insecure about the sound of my voice yeah exactly
1: and I feel like everybody has something that they are insecure about or and I think it's very closely linked to fears so I think it's a great book just to kind of deal with those things okay is it a South African author she's actually American
0: okay yeah. so the book once again if you missed it it's called Secure in Heart and yeah. who's the
1: author Robin Widener Robin Widener okay yeah. that sounds like a good read yeah definitely I think I've read it twice already oh
0: and a confidence booster for sure because we all Mm. have those little uh annoying insecurities that just won't go away that we have for no reason Mm. at all except we are our own we're we are what is it how does the saying go we are the worst judges of Mm. our own self or something like yeah like
1: our own enemies yeah there you go yeah
0: (laughs) we we are our worst judge of ourself yeah Uh, and it gets in the way sometimes it gets in the way of us uh to have progress and to just go about the world in a more free and confident way so yeah thanks for this recommendation
1: thanks for having me on your show thanks for letting me borrow your house by the way (laughs) (laughs) sure this is my newest baby the Monstera oh
0: if you're watching this on YouTube guys we have all these I feel like we're filming in a greenhouse this is beautiful I have a Monstera at home too and it's huge and they grow really fast and this is an ivy yeah my ivy died unfortunately and i love these little guys that are the fuzzy succulents yeah they're just so oh i I got this for you didn't i um, or oh no i got the, the uh, one, the, yeah, the the one. one. Yeah. and then i got my other friend one that looks like this that's why i was like oh, i know yeah. i bought this for someone before and then I got you the one that looked like Shrek ears. The yeah, succulents. that one is growing well. Yeah, Pam's pretty good at keeping her succulents alive, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I try not to give them too much water. Mm. Yeah, that desert Ching, life. Ching. <laughs> yes. But yes, thank you for letting me borrow your house as the studio for our recording. So sure. we'll be back maybe at a different corner of her house next time. <laughs> so bye, bye, everyone. everyone. Bye. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you like the podcast, I would love it if you can leave me a five-star review on iTunes. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and Pinterest at MFMPpod. And consider supporting the show at patreon.com MFMP to gain access to exclusive content and bonus perks. And to keep the conversation going, you can tweet me to ask a question or share a comment about what you heard. I would also love to see you post stories to Instagram or Facebook of you listening to the pod or trying any of the activities or recommendations introduced from the hook you up segments by my guests or myself. Tag me in your stories or posts at MFMP pod so I can see and maybe also share along. Until then, stay tuned to hear more from the many faces of many places.